Hey guys, this is your girl, your friend, your neighbor, Alex Page, and welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing. Hey you guys, head on over to my website at alexandrialpage.com. One word, alexandrialpage.com. alexandrialpage.com, where you can buy t-shirts now called I'm Still Standing. They're pre-orders and they're now available. Don't forget you can catch me on Facebook as simply Alexandria Page or on Instagram at AlexPage5656 or on Twitter, AlexPage5959. So I would love to talk to you. I do respond as fast as I can. So, guys, uh, check in with me. Um, let me know what you guys think of the website. And um, just, you know, talk with me. Send me messages. I I will respond as quickly as I can. I try my best to get back to everybody. All right. So, tonight, as I was sitting there, I was talking with a friend today. And fear keeps coming up. And I was talking. We are talking about this thing called fear and how it can paralyze you. So, I'm going to use myself as an example first. Um... Anybody who knows me knows I am tremendously afraid of dogs. Definitely afraid. Have been since I was maybe about six or seven. A dog tried to bait me. So I I am, even if it's a puppy, I, I, I literally spaz out. I, I freak out at the idea of a dog. Um, I don't like heights, but I'll fly if I have to. I am so scared. And, and the thing about it is I want to bungee, bungee jump one day. To conquer a fear of my enemy, but I'm also a little afraid of it. But as I as we were reflecting over this past year of pandemic, at the anniversary of it, as we're coming up on another Easter of not being able to do a whole lot of different things and all of that, um, I was just thinking, the only thing that fear can do to you is if you is if you allow it to cripple you. It can't cripple you. It can't bury you it can't take you out unless you allow it to and I was listening to some other people talk today on Spotify and they said something that really stuck with me the only thing on the other side of that fear is nothing you're fearing nothing fear is the absence of something um if you know fear and faith can't live in the same house you know God tells us so many times, God in the Bible, fear not, fear not, or God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. So if he's given us the gift of love, power, and a sound mind, you're taking something that is not yours. You're taking something that the enemy gave you, something that he knocked on your door. So what I realized was today was, oh, the only thing that whether it would be a dog or a fear of a new project. And I've got a couple of things that, I, let me just be honest, that I'm fear of the failure of it, the things that I know God has told me to do, some dreams that I have on my dream list. And I'm pretty much scared of because I feel like I'm not equipped to do it in some weird way. But what I realized today in talking about this thing called fear, I had a cousin say something to me. This is, she's like my sister. Shouts out to Catrice. She's a pain in my you-know-what sometimes. But anyway, I love her. She's she's always there. And we were talking about fear one day. 
and how it cripples you. And she said something to me that kind of kind of jolted me, but yet reminded me of something. She said, you were afraid to go into the to water at Myrtle Beach one day. You were afraid of it because you were scared you thought, because you can't swim. You were afraid to put your feet in, to just put simply put your feet in and to trust that you would not drown. And I remember and I hadn't and I had and I have pretty much forgot about um this story probably for years and it's been about five or six years since it happened. But it was a great analogy for my life right now. Um my aunt and me and my family we went on this family vacation I think about five, six years ago now, maybe more. Anyway, we'll, we'll go to the Myrtle Beach because anywhere, anybody that know us, that if we just go somewhere where it's a beach, it don't, we don't care where it is, as long as we can go to a beach and just refill and see the beauty of what God has created. Anybody knows me, I'm afraid of the water. So, here am I. We're um, talking and all of that stuff. And she says, my aunt says, come, let's go in the water. Let's go in the water. At first, I'm terrified. I'm just scared. Not the fact that I don't trust her, because I trust her with my life. I trust that I know that she would die first before she let anything happen to me. And if it's in her power, she would take a bullet, a moving bullet for me. And I would do the same for her. But I know that that love is assured. I'm afraid. Of the possibility of being out of control. But what I realized today was, as I was talking and thinking about it, what control do you have anyway? The only control you have is how you respond to the storms around you or to the fear around you or to the thing that feels like it's going to overtake you. And I'm like, wow, he's in control. Your daddy's in control. So if he if he's proven himself to take care of you, no matter if you take the leap of faith or not, why can't you trust him with the fear and the ability to put your faith and trust in him that he's got you? And that even if you fail, you know what? I've learned this. Failure is not really failure when you glean something from it. If you tried it and it doesn't work, you'll know what not to do next time. You'll know what to do further next time. You'll grow from it. It'll be something that you'll learn along your journey to be able to give somebody else hope. Or tell them that I failed at this. I didn't make it, but I learned some stuff to help me grow, to, to rechange some things, to grow it and to make it better. Failure is not failure unless you don't try. Failure is failure when you when you give in to the fear, to the whispers of the enemy. I'm learning that today. And it was like, whoa, I had a couple of aha moments. Like, I don't have to have that fear. God isn't giving it to me. I can give that, that gift back to the enemy because that's where it came from. So being afraid is okay. But I've learned this. As I was going through the days, do it anyway. Show up. Afraid. It's okay. There's so much you're going to learn from being afraid. 
give the fear back to the get the the gift that this enemy is trying to give you. Give it back to him. It's it's his anyway. It's not yours because God didn't give that to you. Well, that's today's episode. I just wanted to do a quick one because I was just thinking about you know the fear factor and hopefully me showing my sharing my story of fear will help you. Now I'm not saying go in and do stuff that's crazy and stuff. But find one thing that you're afraid of and start doing doing baby steps towards the conqueror. And I promise you, if you pray and ask God to help you, and if you have people around you who who love you, your tribe, they'll walk through it with you. So don't be afraid. Give it back to the enemy because it's not yours anyway. I hope and pray that this one bless you. Thanks for hanging out with me. And I will see you next time right here. On, I'm still standing. Peace and blessings, y'all. Love you. Hey guys, this is your girl, your friend, your neighbor, Alex Page, and welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing. Hey, you guys, head on over to my website at alexandrialpage.com. One word, alexandrialpage.com. Alexandrialpage.com where you can buy t-shirts now called I'm Still Standing. They're pre-orders and they're now available. Don't forget you can catch me on Facebook as simply Alexandria Page or on Instagram at AlexPage5656 or on Twitter, AlexPage5959. So I would love to talk to you. I do respond as fast as I can. So, guys, uh, check in with me. Um, let me know what you guys think of the website. And um, just, you know, talk with me. Send me messages. I, I will respond as quickly as I can. I try my best to get back to everybody. All right. So, tonight, as I was sitting here, I was talking with a friend today. And fear keeps coming up. And I was talking. We are talking about this thing called fear and how it can paralyze you. So, I'm going to use myself as an example first. Um, Anybody who knows me knows I am tremendously afraid of dogs. Definitely afraid. Have been since I was maybe about six or seven. A dog tried to bait me. So, I I am, even if it's a puppy, I, I, I literally spaz out. I, I freak out at the idea of a dog. Um, I don't like heights, but I'll fly if I have to. I am so scared. And, and the thing about it is, I want to bungee clock, bungee jump one day to conquer a fear of my enemy. But I'm also a little afraid of it. But as I as we were reflecting over this past year of pandemic, at the anniversary of it, as we're coming up on another Easter of not being able to do a whole lot of different things and all of that, um, I was just thinking, the only thing that fear can do to you is if you is if you allow it to cripple you. It can't cripple you, it can't bury you, it can't take you out unless you allow it to. And I was listening to some other people talk today on Spotify and they said something that really stuck with me. The only thing on the other side of that fear is nothing. You're fearing nothing. Fear is the absence of something. Um, if 
You know, fear and faith can't live in the same house. You know, God tells us so many times God in the Bible, fear not, fear not. Or God hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of love, power, and sound mind. So if he's given us the gift of love, power, and a sound mind, you're taking something that is not yours. You're taking something that the enemy gave you, something that he knocked on your door. So what I realized was today was, oh, the only thing that whether it would be a dog or a fear of a new project, and I've got a couple of things that, let me just be honest, that I'm fear of the failure of it, the things that I know God has told me to do, some dreams that I have on my dream list. And I'm pretty much scared of because I feel like I'm not equipped to do it in some weird way. But what I realized today in talking about this thing called fear, I had a cousin say something to me. This is, she's like my sister. Shouts out to Catrice. She's a pain in my you-know-what sometimes. But anyway, I love her. She's, she's always there. And we were talking about fear one day. And how it cripples you. And she said something to me that kind of kind of jolted me, but yet reminded me of something. She said, you are afraid to go into the to water at Myrtle Beach one day. You were afraid of it because you were scared you thought, because you can't swim. You were afraid to put your feet in, to just put simply put your feet in and to trust that you would not drown. And I remember and I hadn't, and I had, and I have pretty much forgot about um, this story probably for years, and it's been about five or six years since it happened. But it, it's a great analogy for my life right now. Um, my aunt and me and my family we went on this family vacation. I think about five or six years ago now, maybe more. Anyway. We'll, we'll go to the Myrtle Beach because anywhere, anybody that know us, that if we just go somewhere where it's a beach, it don't, we don't care where it is. As long as we can go to a beach and just refill and see the beauty of what God has created. Anybody knows me, I'm afraid of the water. So here am I. We're um, talking and all of that stuff. And she says, my aunt says, come, let's go in the water. Let's go in the water. At first, I'm terrified. I'm just scared. Not the fact that I don't trust her. Because I trust her with my life. I trust that I know that she would die first before she let anything happen to me. And if it's in her power. She would take a bullet, a moving bullet for me. And I would do the same for her. But I know that that love is assured. I'm afraid. Of the possibility of being out of control. But what I realized today was, as I was talking and thinking about it, what control do you have anyway? The only control you have is how you respond to the storms around you or to the fear around you or to the thing that feels like it's going to overtake you. And I'm like, wow, he's in control. Your daddy's in control. So if he if he's proven himself to take care of you, no matter if you take the leap of faith or not, why can't you trust him with the fear and the ability to put your faith and trust in him that he's got you? And that even if you fail, you know what? I've learned this. Failure is not 
really failure when you glean something from it. If you tried it and it doesn't work, you'll know what not to do next time. You'll know what to do for the next time. You'll grow from it. It'll be something that you'll learn along your journey to be able to give somebody else hope. Or tell them that I failed at this. I didn't make it. But I learned some stuff to help me grow, to to rechange some things, to grow it, and to make it better. Failure is not failure unless you don't try. Failure is failure when when you give in to the fear, to the whispers of the enemy. I'm learning that today. And it was like, whoa, I had a couple of aha moments. Like, I don't have to have that fear. God isn't giving it to me. I can give that that gift back to the enemy. Because that's where it came from. So, being afraid is okay. But I've learned this as I was going through the days. Do it anyway. Show up. Afraid. It's okay. There's so much you're going to learn from being afraid. Give the fear back the gift the the gift that this enemy is trying to give you. Give it back to him. It's it's his anyway. It's not yours because God didn't give that to you. Well, that's today's episode. I just wanted to do a quick one because I was just thinking about you know the fear factor and hopefully me showing my sharing my story of fear will help you. Now. I'm not saying go in and do stuff that's crazy and stuff, but find one thing that you're afraid of and start doing doing baby steps towards the conqueror. And I promise you, if you pray and ask God to help you, and if you have people around you who who love you, your tribe, they'll walk through it with you. So don't be afraid. Give it back to the enemy because it's not yours anyway. I hope and pray that this one bless you. Thanks for hanging out with me. And I will see you next time right here on I'm Still Standing. Peace and blessings, y'all. Love you. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing with your girl, Alex Page. I hope you are doing fine. I hope that you're staying safe and healthy out there and doing what you need to do to just take care of yourself. Check me out on Facebook at Alexandria Page and on Twitter, Alex Page 5959. And hit me up on Instagram at Alex Page 5656. So I was sitting around thinking about what would this week's episode be about. And so this idea kept coming to me is knowing when to let go, whether it be a relationship, whether it be a person, whether it be a thing in our lives, whatever that thing is um knowing when to let go um so i was sitting there just thinking about my own letting go experience my first one really knowing that there was nothing i could do unless god changed this situation provided a miracle and it was just i was going to have to surrender and lean into to the waves and trust that he knew what he was doing it was a couple of years ago, I think about 12 years ago, it's not a couple of years ago, but 12 years ago now, my dad was dying. He had heart problems, multiple issues, and we knew, and he was too weak for a transplant. We knew that things were coming to an end very quickly. We knew that it was over. God had spoke to us. And I remember our um, former first lady had passed away, and all of us were going to our sister's church in Toledo, Ohio. 
And I remember being, my granddad was actually supposed to go, but he couldn't get off. And I went with my grandma. And I remember she said something that stuck with me forever. She said, many times we're trying to hold on to things that are not meant to, to be here anymore. The Bible says, she, she said, there's a scripture that said, loose me and let me go. I have finished my race. And if for some reason in that moment, the dam broke, I started to cry. Because I realized that I was being selfish in that moment. I was trying to hold on to something that wasn't there anymore. That I should just accept what was coming. Lean into it. And be grateful for the time that we had and had have. Because whatever I was doing to try to stop what was going to come. Was going to happen. Whether I had no control. It was all in God's timing. His way, and whatever he was going to do, he was going to do, no matter what I tried. That was the moment that I realized how little power I had and how much power he had. And I realized something. Sometimes we're trying to hold on to stuff that's not for us. Sometimes we're trying to hold on to stuff that's not meant to be here anymore. It's not because we 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 want to keep it and we want it in our lives is because our selfish needs is we don't know how to let go and I had to realize that it was not about me my dad was wasted away in a bed being half of the person he was and me wanting him to stay here was not because I thought God could do this miracle God had spoken he could do this miracle the miracle was letting him go to be free and to be healed on the other side Sometimes the healing that we want don't happen here. Sometimes the mending of the relationship is just forgiving and letting that person go. Sometimes the season of that relationship is just over. Sometimes the miracle is simply just learning to let go and trusting the process and trusting that God knows exactly what he's doing. We're so busy trying to hold on to things that are not meant for us to hold on anymore. They were missing the blessing of what was and the blessing of the, of an ending. For every ending, God has something to be a new beginning. And it did not mean for one second that I don't miss my daddy. But that was my first encounter with realizing that there are sometimes some seasons in your life where you have to just surrender and give it up and lean into the pain, lean into the waves of life and trust. That whatever God is going to allow, it's for a purpose, it's for a plan, and he knows exactly what he is doing in your life. That does not mean for one second or one minute that he that you are not loved by him, that he doesn't he's not excited about you, that he doesn't care about you. Sometimes it's just simply the season's over. Whatever your season you're in right now, whether it be the let go or whether it be letting go of someone or whether it be so, let someone going to heaven and you know what's happening or not, it's okay to let go. It's more painful to hold on and kick and scream than it is to let go and feel the weight of the pain of what it is. I had to realize that it was okay to, to let go. It was okay to be sad. He was my hero. But I had to love him enough to say, God, let your will be done. And you have to do that. Whatever situation it is in your life, whatever it is, 
It may not be death. It may not be sickness or pain. But whatever it is, you know what it is. You have, there comes a point where you have to surrender it to him. And let him do whatever he's going to do. Because it's going to be whatever it's going to be. Whether you choose to let it go or not. We do more harm to ourselves thinking that we're in control. Thinking that we've got the answers. Thinking that we know what's what's best. When really we don't. When really, really, really we don't. God created us. He knew this day would come. He knew the seasons you would be in. And he gave you everything you would need to, to get through the season. You just don't want to go through the pain to get to the good stuff. Sometimes you have to go through it. And it's growing you. Losing him was one of the hardest things ever. But surrendering and learning that I have no control over it. You know? Now, surrendering doesn't mean that you give up or you, or you curl in the ball. It just means you walk forward while your heart is still breaking and trusting God to mend it. Walk forward while your heart is breaking. And trusting God to mend it. And acknowledging that this moment sucks. Acknowledging that it stinks. I had to learn that. I was so busy trying to fix everything. And keep all the, the plates in the air. That finally they crashed around me. I had to realize. That God was in control of the plates. And my job was to just. Be still. And know that he was working it for my good. So whatever season you're in. If you're in your let go season. Know that it's okay. Take a breath. Trust God. Know that he is, he is God and he's going to take care of you. And don't make permanent decisions based off of temporary information. Alright guys, I love you. I hope this week's episode blessed you. I hope you're taking care of yourself again. Don't forget to catch me on this Facebook streets at Alexandria Page. Then again, you can catch me on, Faith, on Instagram. Sorry. At Alex Page 5656 and Twitter, Alex Page 5959. And you guys can always go and get my book at westbowpress.com. My book, I'm Still Standing. Um, thank you guys for supporting it. So many of you have told me that it's blessing you. I am so grateful for that. Thank you and be blessed. I love you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing with your girl Alex Page. I hope you are doing fine. I hope that you're staying safe and healthy out there and doing what you need to do to just take care of yourself. Check me out on Facebook at Alexandria Page and on Twitter, Alex Page 5959. And hit me up on Instagram at Alex Page 5656. So I was sitting around thinking about what would this week's episode be about. And so this idea kept coming to me is knowing when to let go. Whether it be a relationship, whether it be a person, whether it be a thing in our lives, whatever that thing is. Um, knowing when to let go. Um, so I was sitting there just thinking about my own letting go spirit. Uh, experience my first one really knowing that there was nothing I can do unless God changed the situation provided a miracle and it was just I was going to have to surrender and lean into 
to the waves and trust that he knew what he was doing. It was a couple of years ago, I think about 12 years ago, it's not a couple of years ago, but 12 years ago now, my dad was dying. He had heart problems, multiple issues, and we knew, and he was too weak for a transplant. We knew that things were coming to an end very quickly. We knew that it was over. God spoke to us. And I remember our um, former first lady had passed away, and all of us were going to our sister's church in Toledo, Ohio. And I remember being, my granddad was actually supposed to go, but he couldn't get off, and I went with my grandma. And I remember she said something that stuck with me forever. She said, many times we're trying to hold on to things that are not meant to, to be here anymore. The Bible says, she she said, there's a scripture that said, loose me and let me go. I have finished my race. And if for some reason in that moment, the dam broke, I started to cry. Because I realized that I was being selfish in that moment. I was trying to hold on to something that wasn't there anymore. That I should just accept what was coming lean into it and be grateful for the time that we had and had have because whatever i was doing to try to stop what was going to come was going to happen whether i had no control it was all in god's timing his way and whatever he was going to do he was going to do no matter what i tried that was the moment that I realized how little power I had and how much power he had. And I realized something. Sometimes we're trying to hold on to stuff that's not for us. Sometimes we're trying to hold on to stuff that's not meant to be here anymore. It's not because we 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 want to keep it and we want it in our lives. It's because our selfish needs is we don't know how to let go. And I had to realize that it was not about me. My dad was wasting away in a bed, being half of the person he was. And me wanting him to stay here was not because I thought God could do this miracle, God had spoken that he could do this miracle. The miracle was letting him go to be free and to be healed on the other side. Sometimes the healing that we want don't happen here. Sometimes the mending of the relationship is just forgiving and letting that person go. Sometimes the season of that relationship is just over. Sometimes the miracle is simply just learning to let go and trusting the process and trusting that God knows exactly what he's doing. We're so busy trying to hold on to things that are not meant for us to hold on anymore. That we're missing the blessing of what was and the blessing of the, of an ending. For every ending, God has something to be a new beginning. And it did not mean for one second that I don't miss my daddy. But that was my first encounter with realizing that there are sometimes some seasons in your life where you have to just surrender and give it up and lean into the pain, lean into the waves of life and trust that whatever God is going to allow, it's for a purpose, it's for a plan, and he knows exactly what he is doing in your life. That does not mean for one second or one minute that he that you are not loved by him, that he doesn't, he's not excited about you, that he doesn't care about you. Sometimes it's just simply the season's over. Whatever your season you're in right now, whether it be the let go, or whether it be letting go of someone, or whether it be so let someone going to heaven and you know what's happening or not it's okay to let go 
it's more painful to hold on and kick and scream than it is to let go and feel the weight of the pain of what it is. I had to realize that it was okay to, to let go. It was okay to be sad. He was my hero. But I had to love him enough to say, God, let your will be done. And you have to do that whatever situation it is in your life, whatever it is. It may not be death, it may not be sickness or pain, but whatever it is, you know what it is. You have, there comes a point where you have to surrender it to him and let him do whatever he's going to do. Because it's going to be whatever it's going to be, whether you choose to let it go or not. We do more harm to ourselves thinking that we're in control, thinking that we've got the answers, thinking that we know what's what's best, when really we don't. When really, really, really we don't. God created us. He knew this day would come. He knew the seasons you would be in. And he gave you everything you would need to, to get through the season. You just don't want to go through the pain to get to the good stuff. Sometimes you have to go through it. And it's growing you. Losing him was one of the hardest things ever. But surrendering and learning that I have no control over it. Yeah. Now, surrendering doesn't mean that you give up or or you curl in the ball. It just means you walk forward while your heart is still breaking and trusting God to mend it. Walk forward while your heart is breaking and trusting God to mend it, and acknowledging that this moment sucks, acknowledging that it stinks. I had to learn that. I was so busy trying to fix everything and keep all the, the plates in the air that finally they crashed around me. I had to realize that God was in control of the plates. And my job was to just be still and know that he was working it for my good. So whatever season you're in, if you're in your let go season, know that it's okay. Take a breath. Trust God. Know that he is, he is God and he's going to take care of you. And don't make permanent decisions based off of temporary information. All right, guys. I love you. I hope this week's episode blessed you. I hope you're taking care of yourself again. Don't forget to catch me on this Facebook streets at Alexandria Page. Then again, you can catch me on on Instagram, sorry, at AlexPage5656 and Twitter, AlexPage5959 and you guys can always go and get my book at westbowpress.com. My book, I'm Still Standing. Um, thank you guys for supporting it. So many of you have told me that it's blessing you. I am so grateful for that. Thank you and be blessed. I love you and there's nothing you can do about it.